Welcome to Side Dish, your podcast about Longmont, all the stuff you want to know and very little that you need to know. I am Eric Rosempa. I am Brady Steffel. And Brady is a self-proclaimed sucker for mugs, so we'll get yeah. into that later on the show, but uh, <laughs> if we have time. <laughs> but how are you, Ben? Oh, pretty good. Uh, yeah. So, well, okay. I'm all over the place. So I want to follow up the mug thing, but I want to talk about something else. Uh, how have I been? I actually went, I left the house. I went to the record store on Main Street. So I gave a shout out to, uh, I think it's Absolute Vinyl there on the 300 block of, of Main. Cool store. Yeah. Really? Okay. How are yeah. their prices though? I know we talked about prices of records and, you know, I, I go back to albums on the hill in Boulder and they're still there, I believe. But, you know, it's where I first started yeah. kind of collecting LPs. And- well, I, what I'll say is when I was in high school, oh my God, 20 years ago, um, it was... Not so bad, right? That's where I got my first album ever. I got ACDC back in black and Led Zeppelin 4 off of a guy for like a dime a piece. You know, just like... That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah well, first of all, <clears throat> garage sales in Minnesota are much different than they are in London. Oh, okay. I, I second thought, of all... I thought you were giving me depressionary prices for like a retail place, but you were... In, no, 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 no. This is just like off of... And you could... That's when nobody wanted records. And then... Yeah. And then I moved to Virginia and like started picking it back up because I had my own uh, record player. I just got rid of that one this year, got a fancy one. And then, or last year, um, (laughs) right. And then, you know, I went to Virginia and I was still able to find bargain bin stuff, even at stores. I got like Bridge Over Troubled Water uh, at Plan 9 Music out in Charlottesville, Virginia for Mm -hmm. like two bucks. Um, And now there's, there's nothing that's that cheap unless you're really into like the garbage stash. Like just really weird stuff that nobody wants or knows anything about. Uh, you could find some gems back there, but typically that stuff. So his prices, I think, are fair for the market. Um, it is what it is these days. You don't find the popular, interesting stuff anymore on the cheap. Like you're not going to stumble across some cool old Talking Heads thing, or some, you know, even Huey Lewis in the news or like the '80s stuff has come back in a certain certain way too. It's fun. It's you know, so. I think his prices are fair. I think he's got some other really cool stuff in there. He's got some um, pretty neat record players. He's got um, uh, record players. He's got used speakers. He's got all kinds of neat stuff. So that's that's just a lot of fun. I enjoy it. So is it like newer record players or is it like an older, like he's selling used record players? I think he's a retailer for new stuff and he has a bunch of vintage used stuff oh, cool. it. it all looks really clean so he takes time to make sure it's all cleaned up he's got my old unit down there which i don't expect to be worth too much and he's supposed to text me back a price on it when he gets a chance to look at it but yeah. that thing i probably paid 100 bucks for 10 15 years ago and it's it's not worth that anymore <laughs> all right so um, all of our listeners who are shouting at you right now like can you give a specific uh, area where this is and do you know the name of the place because i don't know I I literally said it's on the 300 block of Main Street and it is called Absolute Vinyl. I said that on the west side or the east side. Sorry, it's on the west west side. (laughs) You can harass. (laughs) Details. You need to take your take a drink. Yeah, that's right. Take a drink. It's 319 Main. Okay, cool. It's pretty easy to get there, and it's a cool little shop. I mean, a lot of the stores on Main Street are pretty narrow real long mm-hmm. and it's it's the same and in the back's all the cool vintage and it's like ooh, now i gotta buy speakers yeah um because i get into all that audio nonsense so uh but real happy with with that i picked up and actually what was fun is i was talking to him about dave brubeck and i'm down there saying oh i'm looking for this i'm looking for that and i, I picked up a brubeck record and he goes oh you like dave and i'm like yeah i do and then 
I didn't want to buy the one that he had, but he, he gave me this one that was one of the like, um, I, like kind of random ones that was hard to sell. The the sleeve was in bad shape and stuff. And it was Dave Diggs Disney. Yeah, so it's yeah. Dave Brubeck doing Disney car. And it, he's yeah. like, yeah, it's a little hokey, but actually, it's pretty good. It is. It's and, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, and it was a really cute album, uh, actually, because there's like da 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 da, da and like that'll pop up, and then it's just a bunch of like, you know, noodling or whatever, you know, like yeah. fun yeah. arrangements and stuff. So it's not syrupy and saccharine or whatever. No, like, no, no, no. Yeah, I owned that so, album so. for a time when I was into Dave Brubeck quite a bit. I had a colored vinyl of his um, cool. Take Five album, cool. which was really cool. It was really yeah. awesome. So, but yeah. yeah, we parted ways. We parted ways. I, I no longer have that. And I picked up Antonio Lopez's uh, record too from him. So nice. Yeah. Nice. So that was pretty yeah. cool. So I spun that. Um, and yeah, he's just, it's a nice album. He's a, he's a good musician. So, so you're talking about the guy local, correct? Yeah. Are you talking about somebody? Yeah. Else? The guy that was okay. on the podcast. Yeah, Antonio. exactly. Yeah, That's yeah, really yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So then, yeah. But he recognized me. It's always fun. He's like, Oh, you're from the thing. And it's like, yeah, okay. So yeah, I so like did that you have story. This, were, you, were you mobbed by people getting autographs? Or, yeah, no, or, no. I, it's my, there's so many my autographs now out in the in the world that they're going to be devalued. It's uh, that's right. watered that's down right. the courtesy. Yeah. So that's really the highlight over Christmas. I got a new record player. I went and did some record shopping. Nice. Uh, yeah, so nice to get out. Nice to have that kind of stuff. Um, he's trying to do a good job down there too. I, you know, he's got walk-ins coming in, but he he does do appointments as well. So that's pretty cool. Shout yeah. out to him. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Um, I uh, spent the weekend too, actually looking at and purchasing a few plants over at the flower bin, just because I needed something to kind of give me a little gardening fix. So, yep. um, so that's kind of cool. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I am just kind of laying about a little bit, watching some football and college playoffs and that sort of thing. We can get into the deep dive and college football later on, but we don't need to do it right now. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, exactly. All that. right. So let's see. Let's go on to the buzz around town and we can get into uh, uh, drinkware and other philosophical discussions here. Um, right. But, but anyway, so let's see. We are expecting a rate, hi- rate, hi- rate hike in energy. Yeah, we are. Um, so we're going to see that. Uh, everybody should see that on their statements here fairly soon. Yeah. And actually, it was a. Uh... A fairly stark jump because the uh, the city's water rate is increasing by nine percent. Yeah, uh, which I mean translates for an average user of three dollars and eighty cents per month, which isn't the end of the world, but um, you know it's nine percent in one year's a lot. Uh, oh yeah. But with the way drought's been going, also um, I guess it, it keeps us fairly in line with other front range communities. I think our utility rates were actually kind of low. Yeah, so, yeah, they are. You know. Yeah. So in some ways, uh, it's it's one of those things that we talk about. Utility rates are really low, and then we have water, and then we have this great internet service. So yeah, I got no complaints at all about the, the yeah. internet service. It's great. Uh, and electric rates are going up five point four percent, according to Longmont Power and Communications. So uh, you know, more in line with um, inflation. I don't think we've actually had much inflation. Not quite a stark of a jump. Nine percent when I saw that, I was like, "Wow, that's that's a heck of a jump." But I think that there's some projects that they want to do. There's some upgrading that they need to do, as I understand it, in order to keep us ready for. I mean, the way that we've been growing and all of that stuff. Uh, on the one hand, you need more consumers, but on the other hand, you have to have more water holding, more processing capacity. Uh, and well, I know it is hysterical. Up. I was reading a book about about water and how people are just so up in arms. Like you can increase their coffee a little bit, you know, like the cost of coffee. Mm-hmm. 
but you know you raise water rates which is really a, a an amazing precious resource that we really take for granted and everybody's up in arms like they freak right. out and it's like right. um <laughs> it's like i mean it's you know it's it's a thing that you cannot you cannot live without you can live without coffee you know you skip yeah. one cup of coffee uh, a week and then you you know you make up the difference so but you you can't not use water you can choose not to have a lawn you can take shorter showers you know yeah um, well, and also I want to shout out peace and love to everybody who's yelling at us right now in the podcast, realizing that coffee is, of course, consists of water. So we know that Brady and I are not that dumb. We do understand <laughs> that. Nobody's going to drink grounds, but <laughs> you just, just munch on the instant stuff. <laughs> so, anyway, um, we we take it for granted. It's certainly a precious resource here in the West, especially, especially where yeah. we're so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I was reading an article and they said, look. There's plenty of water out here. It's just in the wrong places. Like the West has plenty of water. It's just not where you need it. So there's, you know, these oasis that exist in places that think there aren't people. Um, yeah. And so getting water around is tough and it is dry here. And we have had a drought for a couple of years. So this is, you know, it's a big thing. Uh, it's the type of stuff that needs to have like really thoughtful, like more than we're ever going to give it. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. This isn't, that's not our, that's not our thing, but you, you need to have like really thoughtful, proactive, uh, like predictive, I'm trying to think of a different word for that. Like th- thought about this and and manage your policies in a in a way that makes sense because um, you know growing stuff here is tough and water intensive. It's so dry, it's so hot. So yeah, eh, there's a lot to it. <clears throat> yeah. What else you got? Let's see. We are moving to orange level. Per Governor Polis said that uh, last week. Um, yet to see it on the Boulder County website, but at least. From what we understand, we are moving to orange level, which means that indoor dining can come back again. People can have a larger capacity in their office space. Um, and I'm looking at the orange. I've got my little grid here in front of me. Uh, so six feet between parties outdoors. So that means that you can actually be with people that you don't know, but there needs to be six feet between them. Whereas the red level is, is you have to be in the same pod or household. So um, this is good news for the restaurant businesses. So hopefully um, this will help them, you know, granted it's, you know, nobody is, you know, making money hand over fist if you're in the restaurant business, I gather, but uh, hopefully this will help them out. Yeah. I mean, this is important. Um, The restaurants and stuff that we really enjoy and have touted a lot on this show uh, are suffering a lot of businesses are the, the record guy said he's doing pretty well because people are bored and it's Christmas time. And he said his sales are actually up, but for restaurants, um, you know, it's, it's just the type of thing that you, you can't do. People don't want to do. Um, so again, encouraging everybody to go out and do takeout, whatever, or if you're comfortable, I guess go eat. Uh, I haven't eaten out since this has started. Yeah. Uh, we've done take home, but, uh, you know, yeah. And takeout can be really good. I mean, I think a lot of restaurants have really realized like they can do takeout. They can maybe be a hybrid. It'll be yeah. fascinating to see what happens when we're on. And all. I got to say, I, I love that the Post did does delivery because their mm-hmm. delivery is fast. You can get something other than pizza. There's a reason why like pizza and um, and Chinese food are, are go-to. Yeah. So they, they hold yeah. up pretty well in the car, you know, that type of stuff. And they've been doing it for decades. You know, it's not something that was brand new. I mean, it was, you know, been doing it for forever. So, yeah. And there's just stuff that doesn't transport well. Like it's when it's done, you should eat it, you know, because we talk- I think we were talking about fry science on the show at one point. Yeah, about- exactly. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, there's a reason why Five Guys doesn't travel very well. It's because yeah. you eat the fry, like it comes out of the fryer. Exactly. Yeah. Stuff it in your face right away. Well, even, yeah, just fried food you just want to eat or consume quickly. So it's yeah. just not something that you want just to hang around. So, um, you know, it's really funny. I just to digress to a little bit, my father, 
whenever we placed like a takeout order for anything, my father always had to pick it up. We never had a delivery. I saved that I remember, three bucks and whatever, you know, for the, Well, yeah, but it was driver. just so, but it wasn't even that. I think he thought that if he could get there sooner, he could consume it faster. So for him, it was like the idea that I can get there sooner than any delivery person. I didn't want to wait. You know, he was like, I don't yeah. want to wait. I'm going to go yeah. get it. Yeah. But if it was like 20 minutes away, it was like, okay, better for him to go get it than have somebody come 20 minutes to our house. Right. And it's just, it, it wasn't a cheapness thing. It was just an odd, it's just really funny. So when I was first married, I think it took me years before Sandy was like, okay, we could have it delivered. And I'm like, no, 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 I'll just go get it. And she's like, why? <laughs> so I think it was really when, when our daughter was in high school, she's like, dad, you know, let's just have it delivered. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So I haven't looked back since. So no, it's funny. The stuff that your parents do and they, they don't really have a good reason for it. And then you, you just pick it up <laughs> and you're just doing it that way. And to this day, like when I buy something, I get hyper-focused on, the like the value for money aspect of it. This is yes, a big thing for yes. my dad. When I got a Christmas gift, one of the first Christmas gifts that I remember being very meaningful after my Super Nintendo was um, my stereo, and I wanted I wanted like a stereo stereo. I didn't want like a boombox, and it took a long time for me to convey that to my dad. It was like, no, I don't. I like I want I want a nice stereo, and I was like fourteen maybe at the time. I was super into music, still obviously super into music. Um, and so we went around like an entire day. We went to Mankato, which is much bigger. It had a lot more shopping mm-hmm, options mm-hmm. than the town where I grew up. And in t- we went to one store, listed everything there. I went to another store, listed everything there. Here's your budget. Here's your budget. Another store, listed everything there. Decided on something. Drove back to the first or second store. Bought the thing. Took it home. And I used it for years and years and years. And that that is how I learned how to, like, when you buy something big, that is how you shop. Mm-hmm. That was actually really funny one day <laughs> that I'm out with Kelsey's dad and her Kelsey's sister. My sister-in-law had just graduated college. And they thought, oh, it'd be nice to get a TV for Kelsey's sister. Okay. So we go into Target and I'm like, okay, well, you know, and I'm, I'm getting my frame, I'm getting everything put together in my brain. And then he goes, well, that one looks pretty good. Grabs it and walks to the <laughs> And I'm like, what are you doing? Well, it's funny. For me, it's all about like research on the internet. Mm-hmm. So I'll research something. In fact, I don't know if I we talked about this, but, but I went out and bought a pizza <clears throat> oven for outside. So I bought this. Okay. But yeah. this like the you know nine hundred degree pizza oven thing that's really kind of it's really awesome. I love this thing. But I researched it for a long time. I was like, okay, I'm gonna look at different ones, different yeah. things, different fuels, and that sort of thing. And then I'm gonna like, okay, this time where I'm gonna buy it and blah blah. And yep. turned out I went to our local Ace and bought it, which was awesome. It was great. Yep. Maybe paid a little bit more money, but it was you know it was satisfying. Right. But I, I and I could just get it there then and there. I was like, okay, cool. I brought it home. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and I just, I just think it's funny. It's like this idea of, you know, my father was very spon- spontaneous. Like, I'm, I just found this. I'm going to buy it. Like, yeah. okay, but but is that the right one? Do you want something else? And so it probably doesn't stand – it stands to reason that I kind of did the opposite. I'm like right. I'm looking at everything like with the TVs. You know, I want to talk to you about when we need a TV because for me, it just became <laughs> overwhelming. Yeah. You know, and for me, it's like, okay, which things do I need? And, you know, so Brady can be the consultant for technology and that sort of thing. There you go. Yeah. And I mean, I spent the better part of a week picking out a record player, but I, I don't ever want to buy one again. You know, I don't mm-hmm. want to have this. And then in a year go, geez, what was I thinking? I spent all that money on this. I'm just not happy. Well, and, and also <clears> for me, I, I, I've also become the person who really loves, like, if you buy something, there is a place where you can get parts to replace, you know, to keep mm-hmm. it going. Yeah. So the coffee roaster I have, the the 
the um, maker of that actually sells the parts like last oh, cool. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had the thing for like 10 years and last year, like one of the, the blower motor went out. And so I just bought it. It was, you know, 80 bucks, plugged Back it right in. No big yeah. deal. And it was really cool. And so nice. like, instead of just chucking it and th- throwing it out, I think that's really cool. Yeah. Should talk, talk, talk to the people about long run again? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Hi, uh, everybody who's still listening. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, let's see. So I want to give a shout out to the times building on main street. That's on the okay. 300 to 400 block. And that's on the East side. And, I don't have the specific address, but gosh, that that is really morphed into something really pretty. It used to be a really ugly building. It was disgusting, to, <laughs> to be frank. And now it looks really nice. And, yeah. you know, I think we talked, gosh, what, show 47 in a collector series, you know, years yeah, ago, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. where we were talking about how they're going to do kind of a, a cooking and some other Yeah, like a test like kitchen-y that. thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, very you cool. know what? I'm guessing all that is kind of slowed down, obviously, because of where we are. But yeah. I do want to give them a shout out as far as the space itself. It looks really cool. Yeah, it does. And I saw that um, we go to the the bulk store quite a bit. And going to the record store, I had to park up a block anyway. So I, I saw it. I saw all the progress going on with that. And it is really coming along. So that is cool. That's exciting to see these old buildings um, with life breathed back into them. Uh, it'll make for a nice corridor. Hopefully, once um, the, the vaccines rolled out, when we're all going back to life uh, as is was mostly uh, so we can go and experience some of that stuff again. Cause you know, pretty cool, pretty cool stuff. Yeah. And then the, I also want to mention too, that the library library is inviting local artists to submit works for virtual exhibit. So artists, crafters, woodworkers, and more of all ages and skill levels are encouraged to participate. And I want to also thank the library for letting us know what's going on at the library. So we can actually talk about it too on the show. Thanks to Teresa over at the library. Um, but the really cool thing is you can go on their website and creators can submit their works through the library children's programs just for teens or programs and events web pages through Sunday, January 31st. So it's, gosh, it's all kind of media and all kind of ages. And cool. that's really cool. That sounds, yeah, that sounds fun. I have to try to actually check that out. I see these things and think, oh, that's neat. And then, you know, watch an extra episode of Matlock at night instead of doing something <laughs> You're really watching an episode of Madlock? No, we don't watch Madlock. <laughs> I, have a, I have a friend, though. Cause he would, he'd be around late because he goes, he's an academic. So he goes to bed at, you know, 12 to whatever. And then he wakes up when he wakes up. And then he goes to work. And I go to bed at a relatively specific time. You know, I'm usually between 9.30 and 11. I mean, 11 being late, 11, 9.30 being pretty early. But I go to bed in a pretty specific window. And so I'd be playing video games or hanging out or whatever. He'd want to call to chat. And it's like, dude, you know my routine. Eight o'clock, I'm watching TV. Like, that's what I'm doing. You know that. You know I'm not going to, like, stop yeah. stop calling. Yeah. And so he would always make fun of me. He's like, oh, you going to go watch Matlock now? It's like, yeah, I'm going to go watch Matlock. Like, leave me alone. I'm an old man. I got my routine. I wake up with the sun. Like, knock it off. <laughs> At least it's not Murder, She Wrote or something. So. Yeah, right. But Matlock was just, like, the quintessential. It is. Well, yeah. you know, I'm a, I'm a septuagenarian. I got to find something to just power through here and well that would be gr- a great show to fall asleep to that's for sure so yeah i, like, I don't yeah. know if i've seen the whole thing. uh let's see i wanted to ask you do you have any new year's resolutions we didn't ask you this off air but i'm curious no i don't do that you that's do that at all do you ever no. contemplate doing anything like that i always thought they were dumb yeah i've never uh, I, I have to admit too i really don't i don't go oh my gosh i need to do this about my life or whatever you know try to be right calm nice to people and that's kind of like the creep. i like i i will say oh geez like i haven't been biking enough or yeah. you know i have been yeah. 
picking up bad habits, but eating poorly, I need to go back to doing the dishes more often. I need to make sure that I'm mowing the grass or clean up dogs after the dogs more often. Like I notice that things flag and I say, I need to f- adjust my behavior, but I, I don't do that at like a, the beginning of the year. Well, and for me, it's like, that's a constant neurosis in my life. Like to think about the things I don't do or oh, yeah. should do. And so it's not like you said one day that I go, <laughs> that's right. I should, I should really think about not eating right. crap. You know, yeah, and I try to you know, try to just build in better habits and stuff. And yeah, sometimes they stick and sometimes they don't. So I do the same thing. I just don't. I don't really see the point. Yeah. Saying yeah. this year I'm going to hit the. You know, it's like no, nah, I don't know, man. Like it's going to be a constant thing. And if you screw up, you gotta you gotta try again, right? You gotta. So I I'm not against it, but for me it's just not a way that it works. Yeah, peace and love to those who are out there yeah. doing it. You if know, it works, good on you. So people yeah. can do it. You know, people yeah, have probably absolutely. changed their lives uh, doing that kind of thing, but. I haven't. I've never tried one. So I have a couple of other things, but I don't know if you have anything else newsworthy that you want to report on. Oh well, we did say last last week. I got called out by Chad. Hi, Chad. That um, the CBD thing, like people have actually been burned by making spurious claims about what the what what CBD can do, and a local retailer was caught um, and fined. Uh, $75,000 for making unsubstantiated wow. claims about the medical benefits wow. of uh, CBD cannabis oil. Um, and that, that was Steve's goods. So that's public knowledge is published in the leader. Um, but Chad said, Hey, you know, people, people have gotten caught for this. There is, you know, it has to be backed up by science. You can't just say that said, that was a pretty long list uh, of stuff in that thing. When we were talking about the cheese importers a while back where it's oh, like, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the cannabis, uh, tincture uh, uh bitters or whatever and it's like all well, that stuff yeah yeah, yeah I, you know i don't know they're not all Kinda like those essential oils that are supposed to cure everything so yeah right yeah. so let's not get into that we'll have <laughs> we'll get real hate mail there real deal we start talking too much about that so yeah that was a thing um okay. oh and we didn't talk about the review of the illegal bike park in the left-hand creek riparian area oh the repair yeah so what they're going to do so I'm not exactly sure where this is. Um, it's a near left-hand Creek neighborhood park at 1880 Creekside Drive. Do you know where that's at? 1880 Creekside Drive. And I believe that would be over by um, – I <laughs> picture John yelling at me like, hey, dummies, this is where it is. This is where it is. Yep. This is where it is. Yeah. Um, I think it's over <laughs> by Altona, Altona in that area, like 63rd, 75th. Looks. What I'm seeing here is that it's south of Pike Road. Just it's like off of Pike Road, okay. which is south, you know, the way the south side of town. Yep, yep. And it's close to South Sunset Street. Oh, okay. So I'm on a totally opposite side of the yeah. street. So I, this a, is more like the Rainbow Ridge and area and that sort of thing. There's a Farmerica so. over there, Mentor Graphics, yep. Intel Corp. Yep. That's what's over yep. there in a Pods thing. Um, yep. But apparently, some I guess some kids, who knows, built a um, bike park uh, like a. a BMX, style BMX kind of thing, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they're the city's talking about ways to, or what to do with it, and they're ranging from like just sort of saying, "Hey, you can't have this anymore," to like relocating the whole thing to, and the you know the the project ranges between ten thousand and a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand dollars. So it's a big thing, but they're saying basically that because of COVID shortfalls and the backup of work, that probably not much is going to happen to it. But it's uh it's right along the river. They're saying, hey, you know, this is sort of a fragile ecosystem in here. We don't want to be screwing all the stuff up. You shouldn't be down here doing this. Um, I get, you know, why the kids would do it or whoever actually built it, built it. Because 
these types of things don't often get as much attention or as much, um, you know, service as other things. Like if you say, oh, we need an ice rink or we need a pool. Yeah. But if you say we want a skate park or a bike park or something, I think there's a bit more pushback to that. And I've seen decent communities build around those. I've had friends who are, you know, that kind of thing. It was never really my jam, but um, I, I've had friends that were into that and they typically seem like pretty decent communities. And I'm, I would like for people to have an outlet for that to practice that stuff. Well, I mean, we do have a skate park and you know that we do have the, you know, you can take your bike out there too. But for me, it's more of like an organic thing that happened when I was a kid with my brother. And, you know, we would, we would go to the backyard. Um, we had this kind of field in our back of our house. And so we'd go and do goofy things like this, like, Oh, okay, let's, let's create a trail. We weren't thinking ecologically back then. Right. Let's create a trail or like, let's do a ramp here and we'll, you know, drive our skateboards over it or do something goofy or wacky or our bikes right. or whatever. And, you know, and, and probably it morphed into something else. And all of a sudden it's like, okay, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. And some kids having a good time. And then all of a sudden realizing that, you know, the city going, Whoa, wait a minute. What, you know, what the heck is going on? Right. So, and obviously yeah. these kids felt that there was a need to have one in this specific place. Yeah. Um, I don't yeah. know where the skate park is at in town, but Longmont yeah. is pretty big geographically. Oh, it you is. Know, if you yes. want to say like, yeah. You're 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 14, 15, 12, 13, 14, 15. You don't have access to a car. Your parents aren't around. You got to get there yourself and then get home. Like that's yeah. that's a pretty big trip. So um, I there's the skate park real quick just for people to know is out by Sandstone Ranch. So out east there there's a skate park. And then I think there was plans for another one too. I could be wrong, but uh I'll have to effort on that. But, yeah, but then so, also by behind Dicks there's like a kind of a weird odd little trail over there um you know off of the the regular greenway trail there's there was like this little dirt trail that was like a bike kind of bmx kind of thing so right yeah so that's kind of neat but if you yeah i mean if you're living out in the clover basin style area oh, yeah. or uh, you know like yeah. then you're you're talking a, a heck of a hike for somebody who's that exactly. old to get there do something exactly. and go back so and, you know i kind of get it but. and let's be honest too if you're like a kid who's like not like I, the thing that would freak me out about going to some sort of bmx bowl or skateboard bowl would be like i wouldn't you know it was pretty good on a skateboard when i was younger much younger right. And, but I was not of the aptitude to say, Hey, I'm going to go hang out at a skate park and, you know, and potentially embarrass myself <laughs> around a bunch of other people. And right. so I think for some people they're like, you know, I, I, you know, I kind of created this, you know, janky BMX course or whatever, and it's cool and you know, it's casual, yeah. but it's, it's not like full of regulations and rules. And so I get it, but I mean, it was, you know, when, when I was young, when you were young, was much more wild westy than it is yeah, now. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Like eh, a couple are expendable, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I've ever mentioned on the show, but my dad, the the brother that he roomed with was he was a wild guy, and he he actually had a pet crow that he just caught wild once, and like trained. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. Why why would mom ever come down? Uh, why would mom ever come down to the to our room? You know, why would she ever come down? <laughs> And I'm like, I don't know. Like, you guys were in my room, like, every day when I was exactly. growing up. You know, like, why wouldn't she? It's like, eh, it's just whatever. Let us do whatever. And he, he had it for a long time. And I guess um, it scared the living bejesus out of the paper boy. I guess it landed on his because it was domesticated. They dig up worms and feed him worms and stuff. But they would let him go. And uh, I guess he landed, like, right on the kid's shoulder, right on the kid's handlebars or something. And the kid lost his mind. And um, then they had to get rid of it after that. I can't remember, <laughs> like, in there with a boot because – you can't trade a bird to just like poop where you want it to poop. <laughs> so gross. Oh my gosh. What but do yeah, they call I mean, a, What do they call a gaggle of crows? 
uh, curls or murder. Yeah, look at that. Good job. Good job. Yeah. The collective hey. nouns are, are wild. Pods of dolphins and yeah. murders of crows. Yeah. 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 Um, I have a philosophical question for you. Let's let's go. Let's so I angry. got a couple of cookbooks recently. Yeah. That um and it doesn't matter what kind of cookbooks they are or whatever. Um, I'll, I'll say one is a vegan cookbook, which just drives Sandy crazy. So she listens to it because I've been just saying vegan cookbook all the time. So just drives her nuts. So I'm just going to say it one more time. Um, so anyway, I said to her, so, and, and not to get too weird here, but, um, but I said, you know, people will take into the bathroom certain reading material or whatever, or a phone. <laughs> right. Is it appropriate or inappropriate to take a cookbook into the bathroom? Oh. Not to say I did. I did not do this, but I'm just saying it just really got me thinking, like, is it weird to take a – like, you would maybe take a magazine into the bathroom or your phone, that's but funny. is it weird to take a cookbook into the bathroom? Boy, that's a question for the ages. I First of all, I, I don't think I would. When you first asked, I was like, I, I'd probably take – well, and then I'm going, eh, what I really want to, and then you're going like <laughs> – how often have you had your phone in your hands and you're in there doing, you know, the daily, the daily routine? Um, so I don't know. No, I, I think that's up to personal discretion. I just think yeah. it seems weird, but it's no weirder than like if you had your iPad, right? You had a recipe on your iPad and you went out, but there's something yeah, odd I mean, about it. Yeah. You know. it, there is something odd about it. I'll, I'll definitely give you that. If you were to be reading Moby Dick or something, you know, just trying to squeeze that little tome in well when you got the time okay but you're not taking it back into the kitchen but your phone you're gonna have in the kitchen and you it's not like people watch their phones or your toothbrush is right there next to the toilet too and it's just like is it really an issue i mean eh, it's weird i'd say it's weird yeah be really curious if you have an opinion certainly reach out to us at side dish longmont at gmail.com it is the new to me it's just i think it's more of just the what it is the content rather than the it's a book Right, that cookbook that is potentially going to come back to the kitchen that really causes odd. There you go. There's the like eating in the eating in the bathroom is so weird too. So you know, well, what do you take in there? Like soup. (laughs) 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 Oh geez. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, dude, you know, I will take coffee if I've got coffee. Oh yeah, no, I I think coffee's cool. I think coffee probably most people. Say a hot beverage or beverage in the bathroom right. is probably okay. Right. I mean, and I'm not talking about like I'm actually talking about shaving or something like that. So yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. This is getting weird. There's a it new icebreaker. So... New icebreaker for you for the guests. <laughs> what do you think it's okay to do in the bathroom? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else to report, my friend? Oh man, I don't know. Probably. I'm okay. sure all the all the news that we thought about. That's, that's right. That's right. The All the news we thought about today. So, um, as always, we appreciate um, uh, Andy Epler for our intro music. You can always catch us on Spotify if you tuned in late to the show. Certainly, call out Allegra and tell her to replay Side Dish for you, and uh, rate us. You know, we we talk about this a lot, but it does help us if you rate us. So. We know we have some avid listeners there. If you could just take the time to rate us on um, whatever podcast you support, that would be great. Um, helps us get additional listeners. Uh, wanted to give a shout out to Antonio Lopez because Brady went out and bought the album. So, hey, yeah. this is Flying Like a Bird by Antonio Lopez. And then finally, reach out to us at sidedishlongmont at gmail.com if you have music. So, thanks, Brady. 
Thanks, sir. A locked wings of wax. I heard a voice calling. I rose up to the sound. A calming mystic round. Thought I was flying like a bird. Down flat feathers coming in. The red or chili peppers catalog was my book of hands. It was the summer of 2001 in a garage on South San Juan. Taking myself too seriously, I should have just had no fun. I thought I was fine. 